Welcome to Oregon Rooted. I'm Higher Peaks. And this is Lady Sativa. You're listening to The Dirt Show. Where we bring you Oregon's cannabis culture. Dirt Show. I'm Higher Peaks. And this is Lady Sativa. Hey, and this week we have Full Circle Farms and Eminence. That's Full Circle Farms with a P-H-A-R-M-S. Yes, sir, it is. Look them up. It's a pretty cool farm. They are really clean, really legit, and they got their ducks in a row. Father Very organized. And, yeah, father and son actually started it. Yeah, a couple of young guys. And yeah, the father and son. Mm-hmm, which so is Mike and Blaze. Mike and Blaze. And then Caleb. And, and Rocky. Rocky. And I think we're forgetting one other guy's name. Uh-oh. I forgot the guy's name in the shop again, mm-hmm. in Eminence. Yeah. I have him on We have much love for Instagram. him, though. Instagram, yes. He's yeah. cool. I follow him on Instagram, but I am freaking horrible at names, and I have looked it up like three times. He's going to probably hate on us now, but we yep. have much love for you, and <laughs> thanks for letting us see the the lab, too, as well. Oh, God. It was fucking cool. <laughs> they have- um, And meet your pup. Yeah, well, and that's Minnie, right? No, that Min- his, his was a different his was a different name. He was, that's right. She was the big dog. Minnie was the guard dog at the at the farm. At the farm, mm-hmm. all pound and a half of her. Oh, so we recorded her her bark. Don't worry. Her all farms fierce bark. All good farms have guard dogs, right? Yep, yep. So or cats or both. We have both pigs, goats. We don't have a farm, but we have both. Our cat is fierce. Don't mess with her. She will beat up any cat around this area and take out the gophers. And yeah, she's just a tough bitch. I'm cool. I'm cool with cats if they earn their keep. Like if you're showing up with rats on the doorstep and gophers and stuff, we're legit. We're golden. (laughs) But these wussy cats, nah. No, but she's a pretty fierce bitch. Mochi gelato. So... It's because she's named after a strain. Uh Uh-huh. Too bad she isn't as sweet as that strain. That's true. She's sweet to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's probably, you know, doesn't like me because I attempt to to kick her. <laughs> she goes by. You guys have a love-hate relationship. That's a lie. I would never kick her very hard. <laughs> <laughs> you might just slide her across the floor. <laughs> so, so we did have a good time out there. And it was it was bright, sunny, it was hot. Oh god, it was hot. It <laughs> was it was beautiful though. Like it was worth it. Those plants were gorgeous. They were. I mean, they're just yeah. really healthy and they're doing a really good job. They talk about a lot of their processes and stuff, so we won't get into that, but they had some light depth going mm-hmm. and some outdoor sun grown, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually recorded this one outdoors. Again, yes. I think this is our second time that we recorded outdoors. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's always fun. It's an experience because uh, it's always, it's always dynamic what's going to happen outdoors. Right. But it's cool because being in the plants got that cool, nice garden vibe going. Mm -hmm. Those plants were tall. Yeah, they were. So. There were some good looking plants. It was fun walking around. They are. Couldn't even get, yeah, I couldn't even get the camera with the arm to even go above the, the plants. So 
yeah. bug free. They had a lot of ladybugs. You know, it's funny this year, a lot of people let out ladybugs and, mm-hmm. you know, lace wings and all the above, praying mantises and stuff. So that's pretty cool. But our aphid problem was really bad, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because every year I think we've dealt with something different. Mm-hmm. Everything from spider mites to russet mites to aphids down to fungus and everything. Rust fungus. So we've got it all checked off the list. We're never going to have problems again, <laughs> ever. Uh, where's the we've wood? We've already done it all. Where's the wood? You better <laughs> knock on it now. So. Watch next year. We're going to have all of them at the same time. Probably. I'm wondering what's next. But the aphids aren't too bad in the sense that they don't just start munching away at your plant. Like you can see them fairly easy with a naked eye and just yeah, like. Yeah, when you pull your hand out and they all stick to it. That's his. Okay, that's <gasps> gross. Not not infestations like that. You should be eyeballing your plants every damn day if you can. And No, I'm talking the, about the milkweed actually. Oh, oh. <laughs> that, any block, that but. <laughs> milkweed. Milkweed's a good one to, to put out as a trap plant. But, you know, these aphids are, are vicious and, you know, they overpower. I was reading somewhere and I wish I would have kept the the paper but it said that they multiply like they can they clone themselves mm-hmm. so they're not they can be asexual they don't need a partner so like they can just be sitting there and just Bloop. you know oh, yeah kinda pop like out kind of like that blue or the green gummy thing on uh hotel transylvania 3 that like made its own kid because it sneezed <laughs> <laughs> it's I, i'm sure it's just like that yeah just like that so, there's another child yeah well it's, <laughs> it seems to be that way because they can have i think and this is don't quote me this is just what's i remember in my head it was in a big number but i think it was like 50 times they can clone themselves or something in a day and you know you times that by how many you start with and then every day it's just exponentially larger day. i don't know something like that well if i could find the article I'll let people Ew. know but it is gross the bottom line is they multiply fast and you know they secrete this sticky substance and that sticky substance attracts things like ants and and all kinds of things but it does cause trouble with the plants it can draw diseases didn't you tell me that ants like to walk by it and like squeeze it so well we've talked about this but yeah yeah, ants will harvest them so they will that's one way to know you have aphids before you see an abundance of them or you know you should have seen them by now but if you see ants that's a good clue that if you don't have aphids you will have aphids and so you need to take care of that ant problem for sure but and ants are easy to take care of because you can take care of them in ways that won't affect your plants you know you don't have to spray your plants to take care of the ants right you know that's but if you do see it you need to take care of it anyway so (laughs) i'll tell you what though we didn't have ants now out there and we got the aphid or we did we started getting them i just noticed them so we're treating them for that as far as that goes. But it's really easy because there's things like, uh, you know, you can use sprays if you want. Yeah. We This late in the year, I really don't want to. Um, you can spray them down with water, too. I, I've said that before. And it really actually doesn't work. You know, mm-hmm. this rain that we, we get getting a lot of rain lately compared to what we would normally get. Yes. Compared to normal time. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to have an early fall or what. But when we get I these. I ain't complaining. No, me either. And when we get this rain right now, at least it is washing any of those plants off that do have them. It's actually a good thing mm-hmm. at this point, as long as you don't get any kind of IPM. Gotta or say, gun. the plants do look happy though. Looking happy, and uh, everybody should be watching out for caterpillars too. There's going to be places that don't Ooh, have that problem, those but motherfuckers. But watch for little mold spots because if you see a mold spot, you might not see the caterpillar yet. If you see a tiny mold spot, you know when you're cutting it out, make sure it's not from a caterpillar. Those you'll see the little black turds in there. Ugh. Yeah, you and those will. black turds will. 
they'll uh you know they shit in your bud and then that black turd grows mold and it's you don't so in other God. words what it does is Bastards. it lives and shits in the same area and just sits there and it definitely shits in its house it, yeah. it just rolls around in that area and it'll slowly kill more and more of your bud and as you know they pick the best ones you got yep, so if you got that biggest, one top one it will be on there nug up there and you might find a little brown spot open that brown spot up and you may find a little freaking caterpillar in there yeah and went and once again remember that that's why it's always not good to have these big old you know donkey schlongs of colas Mm -hmm. because you can learn you lose a lot that way because you can be trimming and you'll see this big huge cola and you get into it and it's just rotted from the inside out do you remember the first year when we were trimming down here and (laughs) We didn't know about the caterpillars and we were cutting the bud up and all of a sudden we cut into one piece and it's like we would see this little area that was dead and that's how we first found out about those caterpillars, like really found out about them. And that was the first year that we were growing and that was here. Well, up until, you know, a few years ago, I did a lot of growing indoors and you don't have to worry about stuff like that. So going outdoors is a whole new ball game and vice versa. Well, and, and growing one plant compared to... Even a couple different plants. Yeah, two or three in a closet is different than growing, you know, huge ones outdoors. Well, and even the one that you grew out on your balcony that one time, that that one may not have gotten anything because of the fact that it was just one single plant. Yeah, and there's so many variables, genetics and stuff that could affect that. So, you know, because like plants this year, our blue cookies, in fact, you know that our blue cookies didn't get anything. Mm -mm. Hasn't had a caterpillar Mm -mm. problem. Hasn't had to be sprayed with anything. It hasn't had to have anything, and it's been completely healthy. No thrips, no um, aphids, no... And I talked to Jay about that, and he says, yeah, in general, he hasn't had any problems with those yeah. cookie lines that he's working. So I'm... I'm Which is great, because GSC is a fucking bitch to work with. <laughs> at least the GSC lines we've worked with, but apparently the crosses that he has are, are legitimate you know, when it comes to dealing mm-hmm. with shit. Um, I know indoors, you know, he hasn't really had any problems either. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we need to get some of that GMO from Jay. Yeah. And, and then you look at the banner, her. the banner was a huge plant and it didn't have any problems either. Oh, uh, she's looking good. You know, it did have, it, it was the one that got the caterpillars. I take that. It's the that. one that got the caterpillars. Yes. But you know what? For going through the freaking hell that she has, she looks really good. Well, and I don't, I wouldn't say it's hell. I would just say she's, it's. She's long and gangly. So she went through hell because she got whipped with wind, rain. She she got abused. And it was not because of us. It was just the weather. It She was so long and lang, you know, just had well, and whatever, arms. Yeah, whatever pheno we ran into was a stretcher. It just stretched mm-hmm. and stretched and stretched. Her and then, like you said, it got beat yeah. up. And As I'm like trimming them back, it, she's just long. And and the yeah and the branches are so long on this one that like they droop in between mm-hmm. the stalk and then where the buds start they're like mm-hmm. drooping and yeah. it's <laughs> that's why yeah and they're like going down to the ground but we got her so cleaned out that you can tell the difference like it's not gonna get oh she's fat she's getting so yeah. crystalline so just and you said she was the first one we're pulling yeah it's it's the most mature out of what we got actually the chocodile was yeah because. Uh, that's the one, we're, but we completely seeded that one. And so we're going to, you know, hundreds of seeds probably on that one. Yeah. But that's come first. And then, yeah, the, the banner's right behind it. And then we'll continue down the line. But that banner is just, is just killing it for, mm-hmm. for being such a big old beast. And, right. And, and so that'll be interesting to have her come down. I've never really, we've never grown it. So, no. But it's really, it's, it was fun. You know, one thing I got to say 
going back to full circle, mm-hmm. one of my favorites was that <laughs> one plant that's growing on the the one plant that's growing into the um, the uh, com- compost pile. Oh, just the donor plant or the volunteer plant? Yeah, it just it, they didn't know where it came from. It just popped up in it's the funny. compost pile. <laughs> well, it's funny because a lot of plants tend to pop up in compost piles even with john remember yeah organarchist yeah uh, he, it's funny he had one pop up in his and it's you know why not right oh look let's see where the best spot in the garden is i'm there yep hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah it's all nice and warm and yeah <laughs> it was it was really fun out there though i did enjoy walking around the property you got some video so we're going to be sharing that yeah and, yeah we didn't get cool drone video like they just got but we got some cool video i know they're like Thanks for coming out, but we got a lot of better video. <laughs> it was fun hanging out with Blaze and um, Caleb when we Yeah, went. so right after the farm tour, which was really cool, we, really good tour. We spent like half the day out there. It's out past, a little bit past uh, Grants Pass, Oregon. Isn't it Williams? Area? Yeah, towards, I believe so, yeah. towards Williams, yeah. And very green, very beautiful out there. And uh, right after that, we headed back into town and we went to their extraction lab. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool there is that they have this little system they got going. It's kind of an ingenious system that they're kind of, they keep, you know, we can't tell what we saw. We'd have to. They will kill us. I don't think. No. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they will kill us. <laughs> so can't tell you what we saw, but I couldn't video any of it. But they got a pretty. Uh, they got their freezer system, their, their dry freeze systems. Yeah, yeah, we were able to see about half the area, but the other half was was we did we saw all of we it. We saw all of it. But we, we got to video half of it. We didn't get to record part of it because of the fact that Blaze came up with the idea on his own. Yeah, and it's really great. It's really ingenious and it's ultra simple. Best ideas are always simple Hell and yeah. it's it's a it's a way Best to, ideas are one that not everybody has. Yeah, and it does keep the craft in in the process, I believe, and it also uh gives them an opportunity to have a higher volume when needed, you know, all these places are, in my opinion, this is smart too, but all these places are gearing up to be able to go nationwide when the doors open up. Mm-hmm. And to be able to do that, there's you're going to be servicing a, potentially a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so to have that you know, uh, ability to meet that production, I mean, I can't see, Maybe we'll start seeing these guys on sharks. Right. Be like, I have seven tier twos and uh, <laughs> I need to grow. Uh, we're going to produce for the nation and uh let's start let's start planning <laughs> how to get on shark the sharks would be fighting for that one right i'm in <laughs> put you on hsn <laughs> we've seen what you guys can do there in oregon <laughs> yeah so uh but when you know we had a good time there and we did a little video there so we hope you enjoy it though it was a great tour great people and they're all down to earth you know we're gonna be hanging out with them in the future mm-hmm. not only following up but just hanging out with the guys you know yeah hell yeah so, you know I feel like the old guy now, though. Why you Rocky Manpower in your... Oh, yeah. No, being out at the farm was different. Manflower. But, not. man, you know, these... <laughs> Caleb and Blaze and all these young damn whippersnappers. I know. They were, what, 22? They probably thought I was... Probably thought I had to change my Depends before I got to the lab. I'm sure that's not true. But, you know, they make you feel young. You got a young wife. You're okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do. It's all about the future. Someone's got to change See, my I'm diapers. The, I'm the tear down for you. It's like I'm the middle step for those youngins because they're 10 years younger than me. See, I'm the tear. I'm the step down. It allows me not to be the old creepy dude. Yeah, exactly. 
be like, why'd you bring your father along? <laughs> like in college when I'd step into a lab and there was like a, a tour from the high school and all these 18 year old, all- 17 year olds are looking at me and I'm like, uh, 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 I gotta go. Make it awkward. <laughs> I'll come back later. <laughs> I can't even go into a bar now, thank God. <laughs> I guess if I went into like a sports bar, maybe. Play pool. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But going into a club, shit. So we're going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> Grandpa. Are you security? Are you here for securities? Whatever. <laughs> no, this is my wife. Oh, okay. You're welcome. Man. <laughs> so enjoy this show. Follow these guys on Instagram at Full Circle Farms. That's with a PH because there's a couple full circles on there. They're also on. Uh, and Eminence Extracts. Yeah, and Eminence Extracts. And they're also on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really active, and you can see just how nice and clean and pristine this farm is. I can't wait to try their product. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know that in Medford, I believe, I, I think they're going to be at Wicked Flower, I believe. in, in uh, But other than that, I don't know where they're going to be. So we'll have to find out once they, they get out this year. They said something about Bud Bros. Bud Bros. Oh, that's right on the coast. In Brookings, yeah. They did mention that they're going to have a good, strong presence on the coast, which is really good because unfortunately the coast is lacking when it comes to decent flour mm-hmm. because they're so far off the I-5, which is, I guess, what do they call that? Dirty Arm was talking about being the weed something, the weed corridor, the weed alley or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, anything off I-5 for people right now is just it's too far out to really get any of the good stuff. Generally, mm-hmm. everything that's really good ends up getting sold somewhere on the 5. Yeah, and then it's sold out usually by the time they get to the coastal That's regions. what I mean. So, so by that's the, yeah, pretty by cool if they already, you know, if that's where they're it. set up. Yeah, which, which is like, so with them, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and that, that way when we're scooting through and doing our vacations we know where we can we get some know. fire weed that's right enjoy the show organ love organ love all right welcome to the show guys thanks for sitting down with us why don't you guys start and talk about where full circle came from how to start well pretty much it was about my junior year in high school when i had told my dad that i wanted to come out here and grow weed and uh we took a trip to portland when i was 10 or 11 to uh, visit his friend and uh, the first initial business partner, and you know, I just kind of fell in love with the state, just everything about it. So that was just kind of from the get-go. It's where I wanted to be. Uh, once I got into college, or once I graduated high school, and then was transitioning to go to freshman year of college, he moved out here to get started on it. And uh, yeah, I just pretty much stayed here and worked on my education. This seems like an ambitious goal for uh, for such a young guy. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you now? Yeah, I'm getting there. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> Well, we are sitting here right almost dead smack middle in the farm here, and uh, you've got just a gorgeous farm. I mean, everything is so pristine and green and, and beautiful. It's uh, we're we're hard on ourselves. We're our own worst critics, and yeah. uh, we expect better than we do every day. And mm-hmm. the next day, we expect better than that. Uh, uh, we take the criticism well to 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 be better. Uh, and I guess uh, the ultimate goal is to make the name of the farm mean more than just a couple words put together, but uh, a little bit of an idea of a, or a conception behind it of what it means and uh, how it's supposed to work. Uh, full Circle Farms is, uh, you know, kind of we reap what we sow. And so everything we put into this uh, will be coming back out and benefit us in some way. So uh, we try not to poison the well because uh, it's going to come back around. So everything we do is a is a labor of love and for quality and for uh, stability, uh, sustainability out here. 
Now, they consider this Grants Pass out here, or is this Williams? Uh, we're actually Grants Pass. We're right on the edge of Murphy, actually. And so we're probably oh, okay. the last one, a stone's throw, and you're in Murphy, I believe. Yeah, it's beautiful out here. Uh, best office in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of people. A lot of people got to be drugged to work, and we got to be drugged away. Uh, stressful, but entertaining. Uh, this industry is crazy, always up and down. Uh, most stress we've ever had is running this business, and best job we've ever had is running this business. So it's uh, hand in hand. It's uh, tough. Couldn't get us out of here if you uh, had a bulldozer. Well, like I was telling you earlier, man, uh, at your age, that's just an awesome dream to be living. Same for you. Most definitely. I mean, I can't even imagine being that age and being in this situation, that opportunity. So It's a little bit story, but... Us old guys, you know. <laughs> oh, man. For me, uh, it's still a privilege because uh, this is something like a Yeti. Uh, you heard about legalization, possibly ne never. Uh, it was pretty much the thought I had. So uh, I didn't believe it when I was told it was happening. Uh, I had to come out and see it for myself, and uh, it was over from then. Uh, we come out for a harvest in 2015 to help a friend out. And uh, at the end of October uh, 2015, we had the house on the market uh, and a plan to come out here and just uh, grow weed. It sounds so easy. Uh, <laughs> so we dove in head first with no helmet, and uh, here we are. Uh, yeah, that's great. How do you keep such a pristine place? I mean, I know you said that you... We you got guys some are... bones swept under the carpet. <laughs> uh, you swept them real deep. I think it's not uh, anything more than uh, there's one guy, and that would be me, that seemed to never be happy with anything. Yeah. But it's uh, if you're on the other side of that, it's not that he's ever not unhappy with everything. It's that he's always got his eye on the weakest link. And so... Uh, we're of the state of mind that every day we can improve something and be the best situation we've ever been in on that topic. Uh, whether we foliar fed a certain way and uh, we finish uh, better, we got better coverage, uh, more atomization, more absorption, perfect timing. We got a window, great window. It's uh, uh, getting everything prepared and done quicker. It's just we can improve something every day. It, it doesn't have to be massive. It could be a minute. Uh, but that collectively over this uh, you know seven month season adds up to some major major improvements overall and uh, there's got to be a guy pointing out the wrongs and there's got to be guys accepting it and trying to just make it better <laughs> yeah and it's a, it's a tight rope to walk but uh, here we are and that's why things uh, look the way they do that's why things run the way they run it's it's uh, acceptance of things can always be better now, you said you guys have been here since 2016? Uh, I, I come out in 2016, and uh, Blaze come out after me, helped me during the summer of his freshman year. Uh, I started a farm in Cave Junction, actually, a Tier 1 rec farm. Uh -huh. uh, one of the first ones in, and uh, beautiful place. Uh, really loved the setup, had a great success, and our vision kind of expanded a little bit. We're like, man, we want a bigger canvas to paint our masterpiece on, so... Uh, the search began, and uh, with this right here where we're sitting on, you know, we got eight acres, a little bit more uh, available water uh, through an irrigation ditch and uh, full sun, and we're surrounded by picturesque mountains, and we're down the street from a picturesque stream, and uh, it just don't get any better. Uh, it so, doesn't. So this is where our roots are from here on and out. And you said we could come out here and move in? Uh, I do have a <laughs> – I actually do. Uh, my workers do live on site. Yeah, you're uh, saying that. 
So you can move in, it just requires total Labor. life dedication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's not even funny. These guys are laughing over no. here. <laughs> I'm just laughing and just thinking how dedicated it is just to be on this spot. You just wake up, you're at the farm, and I love it. Yeah, and that's it. You know, it's funny because people that do this, it's almost like you have to have that passion because if you don't, you're just not going to survive the, the work, you know, yeah. uh, the Amen. effort, the ambition, the hot days long days uh pay out once a year <laughs> so to speak and you're not sure what it is yeah uh so. so you know kudos to you guys that you can put up with that kind of uh, that level of intensity but there's a there's a high level of faith with everything mm -hmm. we do and faith in each other faith in the system the industry the, the business the market uh, just faith it seems like farmers have to have a lot of that because you're always banking on something in the future yeah, it's, you know, uh, it's not instant gratification in any sense of the form. Uh, it's it's rolling the dice at times, but uh, we always bet on ourselves, yes. I guess, in the end. And so now, did you have experience with cannabis when you guys were back in Kansas? Other than the fact that you could be put in jail, uh, that was the experience we had. <laughs> okay, <with cannabis. laughs> uh, I might have had a mugshot in my day. Yeah, uh, uh, I did. I was involved in cannabis, you know, from a young age. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if most adolescent boys were. I think uh, so. So, uh, yeah, I had my ups and downs with it. Uh, I knew more about it as a commodity for buying and selling, mm -hmm. trading its value I than I did of uh, any kind of medical properties. Uh, uh, to me, it slowed me down. I didn't want to be slowed down, so I didn't partake in it as much as uh, using it. Uh, it was a fun, fun thing to do. Uh, my son here, the opposite. Uh, connoisseur at 16. You know? <laughs> Uh, I've got to go to him to reference what the difference between shake and trim and uh, keef is because I didn't actually know. Uh, I was that dumb guy in the circle that said something and everybody just like looked over and like shook their head. <laughs> now, now, did he listen to you? Did he listen to you? Yeah. When he when you're giving him the knowledge. Yeah, the I mean, I didn't I didn't know everything, but from what I yeah from what I did from now, your experience. Yeah, I, I, I tried to help. <laughs> yeah, place has a good unique smell of the taste and see what's going to be the perfect strain to keep on the farm. Yeah. That, that's one thing that's kind of some things stand the test of time. And so there's a couple strains around here that's been here only because he said, "Oh yeah, you know, this is the one to keep it and it, it's it's played out, you know. So it's come to fruition that it is one of the better ones we we should have kept it. So we're glad we did and uh, one of them is our leading seller, you know, and over at the processing facility with hash. It's uh, he told me to keep it, you know, oh, yeah. and I went with it. And are you the quality control on that? Uh, I smoke uh, it. Uh, 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 this is really medicinal. <laughs> <laughs> this will work. You take my word. Yeah, this one hits. This is good. <laughs> it's okay. uh, but you got to have it, right? Oh yeah. And that's the oh, one yeah. great yeah, thing. Absolutely. That's the one great thing that uh, we are allowed to do. Uh, we can quality control it out and do an employee test and mm -hmm. it seems a little bit about shooting yourself in the foot you know giving well, your you employees a uh, bunch of bud and I, let I them don't taste so. it and then uh, no, demanding no. an uh, execution out on the field here when they're done uh, well, but we do it <laughs> and we shake our heads sometimes we laugh and we giggle and I blow a top sometimes but it's all good that's, yeah, good. that's, oh. that's, that's the benefit of the farm so let's let's is he easy to work for? <laughs> Let me leave. Man. Work with. Let me leave because they're also yeah. gonna lie to you. <laughs> Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Both. He's the quietest. Yeah. He doesn't yell, raise hell, but he is the hardest. He has 
high expectations quietly. Yeah. And you know it. So, you know, you fall mine. It just gives us <laughs> or, or more faith out, in ourselves. You know? Like okay. he, he expects us to perform our best. Mm-hmm. He expects our full potential every time. We just got to give it to him. Yeah. You want to pay off. It's all pure right. faith. We're not pure faith in the company. It's pure faith in the people that we're working with. It's all yeah. it takes. Yeah. So let's talk about your methods out here, your living soil. Uh, you want to talk about kind of how, how you make this greenery so green? It's uh, listening for one. Uh, listen to the people around you. I'm not saying do what they say, but you listen. Uh, the best thing I've ever done is just sit back and listen to some of the silliest shit <laughs> and some of the smartest shit and the simplest shit. <laughs> and then pluck out what you need. <laughs> well, well, it's uh, here's the deal. You know, for a fact, I go across the street and uh, the environment's just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Less water, more sun, different shade, better wind. I don't know. Uh, so the boss around here ain't me. It's the property. We she tells us what to do and so we do some things that don't make sense and people question uh she told us it's the right path to take so uh we've we've wiped the slate clean here we did it as recently as five months ago took a bulldozer scraped the surface rebuilt everything and we we changed things uh, in different angles and positions and squeezed some things together and spread some things apart and buried some things and put some things above ground uh, it was all in reflection of what we were trying to do based on what was standard, you know, operate procedures for having a farm uh, going in this direction. And we turned around, we listened to what she said, and uh, by far the best, uh, most agreeable uh, crop we've had so far. Uh, it's doing everything we've asked of it just by listening to it. Uh, I think that's a big part of the, the whole success here is uh, not trying to enforce anything. Just trying to see what she'll take. <laughs> well, and explain what you were talking about earlier, how, you know, because you're, you're kind of a big numbers guy, and so you're, you're keeping a lot of stats on the grows. Uh, you were talking about how, uh, you know, you're not pushing the nutrients. Well, and that's the thing here is uh, I'm a rookie grower. I mean, I am not your master grower. I haven't been doing this for 20 years. I, I can't line up the moon with my planting date. Uh, what I can do is I can... Uh, do some adequate testing uh, with some soil. I uh, can do leaf tissue analysis. Uh, we have real-time uh, sensor probes that are stabbed into our soil at different locations and tell us right now what the EC or the soil temperature, the humidity around it, uh, oxygen uh, around the plant, uh, radiation, uh, a number of things that when you got it all sitting there and it tells you, uh, it tells you your highs or lows, your your good points, your bad points, but it's real time. So I have that access right now if I want to look at it. Uh, that, the leaf tissue analysis, uh, it, it tells you strictly what the plant's doing with what you're giving it. Uh, I can give this thing a truckload of uh, nutrients. Doesn't mean the plant's going to eat them all. So uh, the data from that actually tells us if we need to feed more or less, if what we're doing is right or wrong. Uh, but the great thing about it is we see gentle slopes or increases and it tells us if we're on the right track or if we're going the wrong direction. So uh, slight little adjustments from week to week, uh, monitoring each test and following through with doing them di- uh, diligently. Uh, the data tells me you're doing good, a uh, little touch of this. And uh, the, the great thing to see is it play out on the next test. And so we adjusted it right. Or we need to not adjust it so much. Uh, uh, that's for starters. Uh, it's the intellectual property. Uh, it's getting all this guesswork down onto a recipe that I can duplicate next year. Uh, my goal for the place is consistency, I guess. Uh, when you guys pop up in a Pepsi or a Pabst Blue Ribbon, 
you guys drink Pabst Blue Ribbon, right? No. No? Okay. <laughs> so, let's go back to Pepsi. So, every Pepsi you pop the lid on is a Pepsi. And so, when you get some Full Circle Farms uh, product, when you pop open a bag of Jallahorn, or you roll up that pre-roll and light it up, uh, it's the same Jallahorn every time. It's the same smell, the same flavor. Uh, nobody says it has to be a perfect 10 or a, a 5. I mean, if I can deliver a consistent seven, you know what you're buying every time. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to cater to perfection all the time, but consistency would be our sort of perfection, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's what we're after. Mm-hmm. And now you said, okay, so you mentioned that you are doing extracts. You got pre-rolls. You're going to do pre-rolls? Uh, definitely. We uh, The processing facility has opened up. Basically, it's given us a menu to write. Uh, with the farm, you know, and the regulations and stuff, there's some things you can and some things you can't do with the facility. Uh, we're allowed to do all our concentrates. You know, you can get medicinal by doing RSOs or uh, tinctures. Uh, we have areas that we'd like to designate for commercial kitchen. Uh, we have a minor kitchen set up right now. We, we don't use it through the industry, but that's the goal. Uh, with uh, pre-rolls, we... We have the optimum product, I think, for it because we got those pretty little uh, concentrate uh, items that you can uh, do, especially pre-rolls. Uh, something more like a can of gar with a nice keef dipping or uh, some hash ran down the center with a string of rosin through it or something. Uh, those specialty items, I think, is what we really like to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blaze, here, Blaze here started that and got a little well-known for it across Snapchat. So we kind of want to run with it professionally a little bit, kind of put our stamp on it uh, to own it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Where do you plan on being? Are you going to go as far as the coast, stuff like that? Or are you going to be hanging out on I-5 or just in the valley? Or You know, this is, uh, to us, we find it remarkable that we have we are in a position we're in from the limited amount of market we've tried to stretch to. And so locally, uh, we've touched bases with some dispensaries nothing uh, so deep where i say you can always go there and find our stuff uh the coast uh brookings is heavy uh we got five places there just boom 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 uh right in the line that carries all our stuff and uh the dispensaries are great the owners are great we got them driving over here and picking stuff up and taking pictures with the plants and so it's a friendship too so we we love putting our stuff on a shelf because they they just enjoy having it they enjoy knowing it where where it came from and they've posted pictures of what we do here on their pages uh, and on their advertisements. Uh, so they're excited about what we do, and I think it's more of a friendship than a, a business deal at that point. Uh, we are up fi- I-5 with the processing facility. Uh, we're in Medford, uh, a heavy presence in Bend uh, on the oh, coast. Well, good. It's that uh, uh, with the rules and regulations and the structure, you've got to make a, a designed, uh, planned out layout and attack for Portland and that big area and so uh, we want to go up there with our best stuff and we want to make a make a week or two of it uh, not a day of it and so we're planning that uh, we are up there just not as heavy as i think we'd like to be yeah uh, yeah but always getting bigger hell yeah that's the key so do you already have plans of what's going to be extract and what's going to be flour uh they get a shot at everything okay uh, we we actually we actually listen to what they tell us, so they told us to put this in, this in, this in, and so we have. Okay. And with anticipation that, one, it's going to be a beautiful plant already. Uh, the flower is going to be great. Uh, we're going to have a nice little market share with the flower on it. But uh, we're going to put a lot of care into uh, the handling of the product, uh, the quick drying of it, and the transport over there is where it's barely touched. 
and can go right in as fresh as possible to a vat of water. Yeah. Uh, what kind of extracts are you going to be making? Uh, the... For the time being, it's just solventless. That's what we're focusing on. Okay. So hash and hash rosin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you find that's a difficult process? Labor intensive. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a big learning curve. I mean, we could get closed loop systems and touch buttons and walk away you know check valves and all that but nah, i got i got to be in the bubble room the whole time making sure everything's you know falling in line there's no flooding not getting mixed too long buds not getting beat up too much what's your return on that kind of material like if you know like percentage wise it, it can vary pretty heavily i mean we've had pitiful returns as far as like three percent we've had some upwards of 11 but i mean it's it truly is strain dependent we, we were just talking about that on the way up here um it sounds like it's a little less than even like say bho then yeah because you're not extracting anything from the plant you're truly just concentrating what's there it, it's it's truly um it's showing what the grower put into their plant right so did it take a lot of time to, to nail that process have you nailed it on uh, the not not to where i want to be now but I'm, okay. I'm getting there yeah yeah, that's cool. That's really neat. Yeah, it's very competitive too. Mm-hmm. Um, so not, you're in, there's not too many people in the solventless market right now, but we're uh, we're we're poised to uh, take over the market with the amount of quantity that we can put out. That's good. That's good. And it's funny. It seems like the people that are making rosin are either, you know, doing it good or not so good. Doesn't yeah. seem like there's much in between. No, not really. And the uh, price points are pretty up there. Yeah, right, right. But it seems That's like... That's one thing we were talking about on the way up here as well. But it seems like that um, that it's the trend. Like, it's it's going to be picking up, too. I really think so. I mean, over this past year, I've seen solventless just take a huge turn on, I mean, Instagram, just even around here, too. But definitely on Instagram and the social media presence, it's just, it's really blown up. Have you seen these guys like Bo, Bo's nose, Bo's nose and nose. Happy Cabbage and mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah, is that is that the kind that you're looking at? Like that yeah. real light? Yeah, we we're shooting for light nice. colors, of course. That's gonna be really cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, I prefer rosin just because we've talked about this multiple times now. But you know, rosin just seems to be, you know, the the most overall best. Like you know, with flavor, smell. Uh, we don't really prefer the, the diamonds and sauce much just because you either end up smoking all the diamonds and then having turp sauce left, which isn't, you know, strong, blah, blah, blah. Or you get the turp sauce and then you got diamonds left. Uh, it's just, I don't know. She pointed out that it's best just kind of break it all up and stir it and just make it a sugar sauce. Yeah. It's just best. Thing. Yeah. It's not yeah. everybody <laughs> feels that way. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a, I, it's a point though if you can make the diamonds uh you're working with the right stuff oh no i I think it's got its own spot on the shelf this is all preference stuff oh yeah but it's just i i ask people only because i'm wondering if it's that's just me or us or if other people notice that rosin batter type things seem to last longer and and taste real good and, Uh and it just seems to be the overall most practical yet still the most flavorful you know what i mean like it's the whole package yeah absolutely what what i've seen like uh, i'm not your avid smoker you know a little bit at night or occasions and stuff uh i've seen these guys become snobs right in front of my eyes (laughs) you know these guys are 
Uh, they'll only smoke grouse and okay that, yeah connoisseurs <laughs> no, I, I misread that actually i'm reading all this from a script uh, 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 yeah snobs though back to the point uh yeah they're they won't smoke anything but rosin now you know you get the little come on guys but it's uh it that's a compliment on we're we're getting there our process is getting better and uh there's no turning back and so uh, turning heads like that to me, that's the ultimate compliment right there because I've changed some minds uh, and I've watched it happen. Two guys that are dead set, you know, this oh, is how yeah. it is, this is how we roll. And one guy actually told me to uh, take every extractor and to really know what he thinks about the whole thing, just open up his personal box. And, you know, I get a couple winks and then he's like, because there's always concentrate heavy boxes. And so the best stuff, even by the extractors, uh, they're still concentrate heavy in their box, even though they extract. And so it's a, a true tale on uh, uh, the quality, the taste, the flavor, uh, and what people really like. It's really not heavy, heavily marketed to where everybody knows what that uh, five-star hash is. And you walk into a dispensary and you say, we got five stars, like what the stars mean. And you're expected maybe a little bit more knowledgeable uh, place to put your product, but it doesn't stop us. It's like it's an opportunity to teach somebody and create a bigger market. Uh, you want to explain that star rating real quick? Uh, the star rating is a uh, is uh, legit. It's proof that you did what you said you did. So uh, there's no doubt about it. It's uh, the star rating comes up, and uh, the top of the line is we won't go into the seven star they're creating stars now i mean stars are stars didn't exist <laughs> I, thought, I thought six was yeah. the max <laughs> yeah well they got a seven star now so oh, we won't shit. go into that but all a six right, star right. is what they call a full melt clear dome and uh, one of the ways you can test it is you take a one of your stainless steel pipe screens and you put a little hash on there and throw some flame on it and that thing is going to peak into one bubble and you're going to be able to see through it that's that clear dome uh, and the bubble is bubble hash and so on a five star uh, you're going to get kind of the same thing, but you're going to get bubbles. And so it's going to be like a full melt and bubble hash. And full melt means that when it when it's done, when you've smoked your one gram, uh, I'd say 0.999% of it's got smoked, and there might be a smear of a residue fade on your glass. Yeah, it's like fully vaporizable, okay. non-char, non-combustible. Oh, nice. yeah. That's what we need. So full melt. There's no evidence <laughs> yeah. you smoked. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so it's it's something that you, you strive for when you make any product to put it into that full melt category. It's like, yeah. man, you've done justice to something that somebody worked many months to, to bring mm -hmm. to you. Uh, but equally good is any of the three and four star stuff uh all it is a little bit of residue but sometimes the most terpiest uh plants we grow out here end up in that four star category because the terp comes out dark uh and it darkens the material so the flavor is just bursting out the seams and it's just not a full melt so so i think that would be like the batter for like uh, happy cabbage that's like their batter is i think their four star yeah they, those guys know what the heck they're okay. doing over there man very yeah. very good uh, that, happy, i, I gotta cabbage, say yeah. my favorite is usually that like the four star area because the smell and the terpenes on that is it's so, on another level yeah. it is so strong in those uh, ones and then this the, the six star is nice but it just doesn't have the loud sterile yeah yeah it's smooth, it's, it's smooth and hits you good but it's for just us it's an accomplishment smell though that it's like good, you, you cannot do that. you cannot do a plant any more justice than putting a six star label oh, on yeah. it and being able to yeah. to certify that and so we strive for that only for our own you know self-assurance that we're doing the best we can 
Uh, but so the four-star stuff is just bursting with flavor. Hell yeah. And yeah. double-digit terps, sometimes we've seen 10s and 11s coming out of our place. And yeah. I'm going to say on accident because we didn't even know it was going to be that. So uh, double-digit terpenes yeah. is bursting with flavor. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So so what's a number seven then? Seven-star is like what, invisible hash? Uh, Can't I, even see it? I think it's where they take like their terpenes from their rosin and... Put it with hash like they're doing that yeah it's just diamond like jartec deal so the diamonds and ah, so you're saying oh all i got left is terp sauce yeah. well if you got some six star you got seven star uh, <laughs> interesting yeah it's, uh, don't know if that one's going to catch on or yeah not. I don't think so. <laughs> no yeah no do you have any idea what's your opinion on what's next though after rosin what do you think's gonna because you know this the cannabis culture is picky man yeah and it's fatty like you you go for trendy, I should say. Yeah. You go from one thing to another real quick. Yeah, if I knew, I'd already be like. Doing you can't it. smoke blue dream no more. No, you can't. Well, you can't. You can't. Exactly. My point. Yeah. You know, next year you won't be able to smoke GMO. Oh yeah, no, no, no freaking joke. We're I, Tropicana cookies. Yeah. No tangies. You can't smoke that no more. I think it might lead to like more edibles and the pens. Yeah, the edible market's picked up huge. Just because Same of legalization, everyone's just going to be so custom to like pills and stuff that like when they get the edibles, like oh, I can take this, replace that with my pills instead of smoking. Easy to yep. use. Yeah, yeah, just easy, easy to use. use. Easy and same with use. those cartridges. Like everybody says, those are the new roaches. Yeah. Anything you got in your pocket, you can instantly smoke. It's yeah. An yeah. Advantage. It's, it's an advantage. Well, it's for public, too. Like, if you're trying yeah, to keep, you know, the smell down. And but I think the so biggest convenient. thing is the industry is just having the consistency and the quality constantly. And I think that's what we're doing here. We're leading up to it. It's that. And, but like I said, that consistency, I mean, I guess it's not any kind of new groundbreaking item or technology yeah. or process. But it's... Uh, the old reliable run down the storm, pick us up some full circle farms, Jalahorn. I want to feel good tonight, and that's what you get. All right, let's talk about some of the strains you guys got here. Now, I know that we were talking earlier about one of uh, your favorites, and it's kind of uh, basically exclusively yours, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and the reason why I call it my favorite, I guess uh, uh, there's a lot of self doubt when you come out here and take on a venture like this, you know. Uh, Go for it. Well, I just mentioned that we might be bringing NASCAR out here to the farm and Gene uh, uh, Shorts and mullets required, but that's a little piece of home that we're going to bring with us. Uh, is there is there, uh, is there NASCAR in Kansas? Uh, I thought that was like a North Carolina thing. Oh, well, we've, we've seen some left turns in our days. <laughs> uh, right, right up there in Kansas City, we got a track. Uh, Kansas City Motor Speedway. Yeah. And another left turn is what they say. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a lot of traffic out here. Uh, it's all good though. A lot of people just keeping an eye on us, checking in. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, we, we, we love the fact that uh, we got a lot of support back home too. Uh, we got a little crooked looks for a while there. You know, I know what you guys are gonna go do. Well, yeah, I told you. You're gonna go <laughs> be drug lords. Now, now, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, it's kind of like, uh, this is our niche, though. It's like tough to explain. Yeah, I was a born drug dealer. That's yeah. my skills. Yeah, yeah. But, Skill set. Uh, but you come out here and you just, uh, it's everything we thought it would be, but so much harder. Uh, but yeah, we just love it. And it, it's a great feeling to call back home to change minds or even yeah. open, maybe not even change them, but open them. Uh, you know, got a lot of people come out here and uh, talk to us, hang with us, help us harvest just enjoy life for a solid week and things we call work they call fun 
they come out here and they they leave and uh, once it soaks in you know you get that residual hangover from vacation and uh, it kind of settles in and the next phone call we get is man you know just like really open my eyes and uh, you guys uh, really haven't made out there and it's so much more than I thought it was and uh, it's kind of nice to pass that on because that's the way we feel about it all too. Uh, Do you still talk to friends back you know back in the Midwest? Oh yeah hands down. And uh, what do they think about your a lot of them Adventure. are pretty jealous. I bet. Yeah. I bet. They're they're really happy to just come up and like, dude, know. man, just let me come out and move out there, and we'll just, you know, yeah, pretty much. That's exactly <laughs> what they sound like. <laughs> Before or after they get here. Yeah. Uh, oh man, well, it's not like you said. It's not all fun and games. It's hard work, man. It is. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you got so much at risk sometimes. But so let's get back to now that it's a little bit more quiet. Let's get back to that strains. Let's talk about the strains you got. Uh, there's there's a couple we're proud of. It's, yeah. Uh, a lot of times we take pride in certain aspects of it, not for pride in a dollar value at the end of it. Uh, for me personally, uh, we we had some seeds, we had some traits. We were popping them, we were looking, and for me it was like I dialed in on this one plant. I'm like, oh, this is the one, you know. And uh, I didn't know, but there's little things I was looking at. Uh, the smell was one, the color, the shape. Uh, it was an oddball. It wasn't fitting in with anybody else, you know, maybe per se. It was different. And so I was like, you know, that's the one. And uh, we put a bunch of others around it too uh, that we were thinking or maybe or possibly. But it's like I kind of dialed in on that one. So it became my favorite because it, it, it became what I wanted to, to become in the end. And to see it at the beginning and kind of half face and just, I guess it lended a little bit of, uh, I can do this. To the whole thing you know maybe i am pretty good at this uh that and uh it's a unique plant you know we kind of got a little name for it we call it the jallahorn uh the name come from the shape of the colas and it's unique uh, I, I explain it to people i think i explained it to you guys earlier mm -hmm. and when i showed you the picture your response was way greater than what i told you uh, so i i'm not very good at descriptive uh, uh, uh words i guess to describe what we're doing uh, when I showed you the picture, it was everything I said, though. Uh, yeah, it was. You know, these colas grow sideways, and they're pointing at me, and they're very uh, thick and full. Uh, the smell is the thing that I was walking down the row, and these things had just started to finally give off their scent. And so I'm walking down the row. You know, i got a plant here, a plant here, a plant here, and they're all popping up. And uh, what happens, I walk by the jawhorn, and it breaks my neck. You know, it stopped me right in my tracks. I was like, ooh. I was like, oh man, this is this is uh, this is what we're looking for—a really heavy pineapple scent. But uh, uh, it was starting to fruit kind of in my mind how I kind of wanted things to drag out. And then to solidify that, you know, some other people were walking around and they kind of had the same breakneck moment, like, oh, what, what's this one? And then it grew unique too. So that was another trait that uh, uh, kind of accented its popularity in the garden, I guess. Uh, now the home run that's when you go and you take it down and it trims up nice and in the bag it looks pretty and when you open up it smells but to have that test come back and say you have a, a solid product here you know it tests out pretty solid THC it's a good level of terpenes uh, very favorable you know different ones uh, uh, that are heavy uh, I guess heavy hitters in the market you know the the citrus scents and pineapples uh, so to me that was just kind of like validation so that's my favorite one uh, it's always going to have a special spot for me uh, we called it the Jalahorn because of the colas look like horns as they grow. 
they don't point to the sky they point right at your temple if you walk by it uh, and it's in, in its day or the folklore behind the Jalahorn is uh, back in the day of the Vikings and Hemdal the Jalahorn was what the the instrument they blew to summon all the gods to the biggest battle in the universe and so the Jalahorn is that for us uh, it solidified that maybe we do belong out here and we're getting pretty good at what we do and we ought to stick to it a little bit uh, other than that uh, I often say uh, I've got a couple guys that got their favorites here it's like hey can we put a little top dressing on this and this and I often reply with like nobody gets special attention <laughs> you know we don't have no stepchildren here that's uh, funny so she's my so favorite. So you let you do it? No. Nope. Uh, can they bring their own goods in? Uh, <laughs> you're like, hell no. No favoritism. Yeah, I do. I I let them do it, but then I throw like like we well, no, we're not throwing it on that strain. Uh, find something that's yellowing or not as dark and share it with that one too. You know, so, like everybody needs to be treated equal. There you go. Nobody's getting a backhand over here. Yeah, every, everybody's eating over here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's funny. So we all got our favorites, and uh, what's your favorite, Blaze? My favorite strain out here. Honestly, since we washed it, it would be the Nicole. The yeah. Nicole? The Nicole Kush. The Nicole Kush. Okay. And do you know the cross on that one? Um, it's an old it's an old one. I'll tell you how I picked it up, and it's got a story behind it. Uh, uh, I'm going through my midlife crisis saying, I'm going to Oregon to grow weed. <laughs> Best idea I ever had. <laughs> That's the kind of midlife crisis to have right there. <laughs> and so, you know, in the midst of selling my house and selling the, you know, me and Blaze had a Chevelle we was working on. I had a lot of money and we sold it and sold furniture, TVs, and loading up the truck. And uh, we still haven't learned to grow weed yet, but we're just loading up the truck and we're getting ready to take off. And uh, the girlfriend gives me enough leash to hang myself. You know, I was like, I tell her, just give me eight months. I can do this. You know, you know let me, I wanted a shot. And so... Uh, gave us uh, enough lease to come out here and hang ourselves and uh, on the way of course Colorado is a great spot uh, first one to legalize they did lead the way in a lot of things so we stopped off there I've got buddies everybody's got buddies that's doing this stuff nowadays uh, and Nicole Cush is what he had well her name was Nicole it just seemed fitting so uh, Nicole's Nicole's not going anywhere uh, we've we have not taken the proper care of her and she still pops up every year, you know? <laughs> uh, so she's here to stay. Uh, we didn't know what we had when we got her. Uh, it was a hash legend is what it was called. Uh, so a legendary hash strain from, uh, I think it was a uh, Marimbos was the first one to uh, cross it with uh, just a regular Nicole. Uh, and when, when it, uh, grew for us it was one of blaze's favorites and uh, i think i talked to you earlier with blaze kind of had a nose and he would say keep this one that was one of the ones that was his favorite and said keep this one well lucky enough we got one seed off of it and we popped it the following season got one seed off of it popped it the following season and uh that was the season we were able to take it over to our processing facility that just opened and it uh it made the the best hash we've ever seen and it made the the best hash we've ever sold uh and so it's like kind of it belongs here and so for it to be one of his favorites uh, it's one of my favorites and uh i'm just glad now it's uh, we take a little bit better care care of her than we did in the beginning because now we understand about cuttings yeah and keeping genetics yeah <laughs> and we well, lucky. That, so is that how you're going to keep your genetics as clones clone only uh, yeah we've cut her but uh 
and we have clones of it right now for mothers. Uh, but then crossing them. We've got a couple crosses too uh, that we'd like to play around with her. Uh, some good males and some good genetics that might work together. Uh, so you, you do uh, do some work with males? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. If, if anything, uh, uh, not many people take a roll of a dice and throw a handful of F1s out. Right. I will. Oh, uh, okay. There's diamonds in the rough. Yeah. Uh, some things accidentally happen. And so spill the beans. <laughs> see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Well, we yeah. ran all F1s this year. Yeah. And see, I've, I've ran areas just specifically to find, and the Jallahorn was found. Uh, we've got another one we're creeping in on right now. It's a, it's a horn blower. And it shows its little head every once in a while. And we we finally captured it. And uh, we got a little area where it's growing. I showed you guys. Yeah. It's distinct a little bit, too. It's uh, uh, it's one that's probably going to be pretty. That one's cool. Pretty. That, uh, that's the really low one, right? Yeah. The low one that's kind of got the weird land race genetics. And she won't do nothing you tell her to. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's probably going to be a keeper around here. And one of those that we'll have a lot of pride in if we can harness its potential and actually bring it to shelf like that. Well, and then you guys got a pretty much verified Acapulco Gold sitting here, don't you? You know, I wasn't born and smoking in the 70s, <laughs> but somebody was, and they put them seeds in a bag. You were... <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like 28. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, but... Uh, so I'm the old dude here. <laughs> claim it. <laughs> Be my guest. Yeah, you in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a land race. It's... It's real good. Real. With all this talk, I'm gonna have to try out that flavor when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then I'll let you know how shitty it was. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> See, I'm already getting on the boat we about talking care. shit around here. We don't here. care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it just proves you don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's the thing. I think uh, it'd be great to have just consistency yeah, to be known for something and be able to show up with it uh, every time. Sweet. Is there anything else you guys want to share? Uh, we got the Instagram accounts for at Full Circle Farms, then at Eminent CX, then we, what do we have? Websites? Uh, uh, Facebook? No website. And then no website. We, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of harsh on. Uh, I'm not gonna brand mediocre is what I've been saying for a while, you know. And I'm we we set the standards kind of high, and uh, we're our harsh harshest critics, and so. We're working on branding, and it's a co-branding kind of thing between the two companies. Okay. We feel one supports the other, yeah, and vice sure. versa. So that's so, kind of been my thing. Not going to brand mediocrity, but we're in the process of it. So for our <laughs> listeners, though, IG is probably the best place then. So far, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. If we're not getting shadow banned and stuff like that. So but, check yeah. them out. Well, <laughs> yeah. well here's the deal. Too. is like uh, we love visitors. Absolutely. Okay. That's awesome. Absolutely. Uh, we just can talk and talk and talk and talk, and we're we're impressed by what we do because we'd never done it before and we didn't think we'd ever be able to. So we're impressed and we'd like to uh, get feedback. We we learn something every time. We listen good. Uh, but well, this visitors, is certainly... Visitors is... And that's great. great. So, yeah. So anybody that's going to listen to this, uh, you heard it. Bug them on IG. Send us a PM, man. And I'll give you an address. <clears throat> oh, I can send you some PM. <laughs> oh, we can, we can <laughs> I got plenty of PM. <laughs> we can take care of it. I got some, <laughs> got I got some of russets. It's this great thing called russets. Yeah. Sounds new. Uh, we, we had them. <laughs> yeah, here. and the new aphids. Have you seen that shit? Oh, <laughs> I can show you pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those new aphids, man. <clears throat> Cannabis aphids, too. They're, they're hemp aphids. They're not even like regular aphids. And they don't listen, they're high. Yeah, right they're now. not stupid. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you being on the show.
Thank you. And uh, maybe we'll follow up later and see what the end of the season looks like. Hell yeah. And let us know when you start putting up some, some new stuff and then we'll, I'll tell you we'll what, get next. out there and do some sampling. I want to see these giant nugs that are going to be gonna, gonna be coming out of this. All right. Well, for, for next year, Yeah, those though, donkey. The, Never mind. Uh, <laughs> we, what do we call them? The Jala horns? Oh. Uh, 30-inch cola, curved. Like uh, maybe mm-hmm. uh, an appendage yeah. sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Very, very girthy and very fragrant. Yeah. A uh, Norwal horn, right? It's a Norwegian horn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can always tell the quality of a cola by my wife's face. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, uh, we'll give a shout out to all the other farms that are doing the same thing, going through the same struggles. Uh, that, awesome. That decided to, to dig their heels in and stick around. Because uh, it, the easy way is just to go home and yeah. do something else. Yeah. And, uh, this is not easy, and uh, but it's the best job we've ever had. And we want to keep doing it. Uh, uh, shoot us messages. Stop by. Check out the footage. Uh, also, uh, just letting you know, we're going to put on a, a row next year, and we're claiming we're going to get 500 pounds out of that row. And uh, if any of you other farms out there think you can do it, we'd be... <laughs> sure happy to the 500 pound challenge well it's just you know one row one, out there. One oh, we, row, one we better get that hashtag right now that sounds fun pounds. actually well it's uh keeps us on our toes uh makes so how us long is a row craft. there it is well, well, but how long is a row well, if, 220 by 11 by 11 yeah, all right that's, there's that's the a, rules that's a male's measurement might be a little bit no bigger than that no bigger uh, i like the male's measurement okay that'll work <laughs> might be a little smaller than what we just said <laughs> she's used to that yeah there you go that's <laughs> a man measurement consistency is what we're after <laughs> uh, this is her typical response oh. <laughs> <laughs> famous <laughs> well that's good so that challenge is thrown out there that's pretty uh that's pretty lofty and it's uh, there is no winner. Just we're all winners. But yeah, yeah. But we we're going to be the, just the challenge of doing it. <laughs> but right? we're actually going to be the winner. But yeah. just for all you guys, you guys are still winners too in our books. <laughs> you guys would be your own winners. But that. we're the real winners. <laughs> yeah. But, but technically, <laughs> we won. Well, <laughs> we appreciate the positivity. You got a gorgeous farm. We had a great time. We've been here you don't get... know this, but you know before we came to to do this, these guys were crying. They were saying, please, please take us with you. No, that was tears of joy. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, glass has half full from where I'm sitting. <laughs> I told you that in confidence. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the positivity is overwhelming when the whips come out, you yeah. know. Well. <laughs> I love my job. Yeah. Well, yeah. They say a little quicker now. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you.